You are listening to episode three of JFape with me, Richie the Rocket Bullwell Bruiserweight. Uh, that's the change of name, isn't it? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm saying Rich, and then something that begins with R. Uh, okay, right. Yeah, no, that's Richie the Randy Robinson. Right, I, I don't know. That guy. That guy and Jay of JFape. Jay, say hello to our audience. Hey, audience. How's it going? Yeah, they're all right. They're, they're fine. They're just kind of like, yay. Cheers to that, Rich. Yeah, no, you're welcome. You're right. he's, he's just drinking a bit of coffee at the moment. Um, so to, to, to get rid of the hangover. So tell me all about your hangover, Jay. Are we actually doing that? Yeah. We're about the hangover. Yeah, we are oh, doing fell asleep that in the hallway. We're doing yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that's it, really. Fell asleep in the hallway when I got home. Nice. <laughs> so Jay's always prepared for a good podcast. He loves a good podcast. Um, Love it. Yep. He treats it like a professional by drinking a lot the night before, and now he's he's taken to drinking that's waffle stout, I believe. Waffle blueberry waffle stout. Breakfast stout. Yeah. Breakfast stout. Yeah. Um, just so you know, it is fourteen twenty-six on a Saturday. Jay is drinking breakfast stout. Which is okay because I work in the morning, so if I drink now, I'll be sober when I get there. It was work catching the bus today for you, wasn't it? It certainly was. So, now we've got all the niceties out of the way. There's our personalities out there for you. Um, so this week, AEW. Let's let's do the AEW bullshit cast we've been meaning to do for a while. <laughs> Um, that's it's very important to me that we discuss all of the non-stories that are coming out about AEW, um, and I'm going to start it off by asking a question that leads into an opinion um, in a Conrad Thompson style by saying wrestling is cool again, and then following it up with how much bullshit is flying around about AEW. There is the a bunch of bullshit flying there around about so AEW. so much bullshit. So Undertaker's decided to finally hang up his hang up his hat and retire. Apparently. Apparently. Innuendo. I mean, obviously, um, at some point, Vince McMahon's going to bring over some blood money from some third world um, dictatorship um, like <laughs> North Korea. Probably. And he'll just uh. don the boots again and probably... Go through, um, go through a great match with the cadaver formerly known as Bret Hart or something, um, and everyone will applaud and say how he's still got it when he clearly injures himself halfway through the match and um, the referee has to carry him throughout it. Um, this guy's career should have ended about five years ago. Should we say it? Yeah, probably five yeah, years ago. I'm I quite mean, happy to after say Brock Lesnar, probably should have hung up the boots then. I would have said Brock Lesnar. I would have said that would have been a poetic time to end personally. Um, if it was, if this was a go back and sort it out properly, kind of thing, my opinion would have been um, after the Triple H um, Hell in the Cell, and I would have said all three of them retire at that point. Genuinely, that for me, that would have been the perfect. It would have end. told the story well. It would have ended it, yeah, nicely for everybody with them all holding their hands up at the end on the ramp as they did anyway yeah uh, <laughs> no 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 but saying that saying that we wouldn't have had the glory of the um tag team match at crown jewel in the city of crown jewel um yeah that, in the country of crown jewel in the country of crown jewel yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah no it was, it was such a good match yeah um my favourite bit of that entire... Um, I know that we're totally talking about something that was like six months ago now, but my favourite part of that entire thing was when they would cut to some contractually obliged shots of important businessmen sat on armchairs from Saudi Arabia and the commentators would go silent because the only people who would be talking about and identifying those people would be the Arabic commentators and Michael Cole's just been told to not even acknowledge where the fuck they were at that point because of Khashoggi. So I, I'm looking forward to um, this year's this year's um, Saudi Arabia thing. I'm hoping they, they reanimate the corpse of Davy Boy Smith and have him fight with Coco Beware or something. Barnstormer. Yep. Barnstormer. Absolute barnstormer. So, Randy Orton. Let's get started with the Randy Orton thing. So, Tell me all about it. Tell me all about it, because I haven't been that up with the news. I'm going to try some of your waffle stout. Is that all right? Yeah, go yeah, for just it. Just a little bit. 
Um, the only thing really is apparently been talking to um, AEW um, and seeing what they're all about. Really, apparently, um, I reckon he's just using them to get more money out of WWE to be complacent at WWE. So yeah, I, I, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, this guy's had the same music for twelve years. Shawn Michaels had the same music since 1992? Yeah, um, three, <laughs> three. I think, because, of course, there was the period where Sensational Sherry sang it. Yeah, that's yeah, a good version, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like how in tune she was. Definitely. Yeah. But Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton. <laughs> Fuck me. I mean, how complacent is this guy? He has been doing the same move since God knows when. I haven't. Th- I can't even think of him in being in a relevant storyline for the last five years, which hasn't involved somebody more relevant. I just popped him in the um, elimination chamber yeah, for no well, reason whatsoever. Well, so. you may as well. You may as well at that point. If you've got Randy Orton and you need a bum in a seat, you know, you need somebody to fill a chamber um, who's not going to... No, no one's going to give a shit if they lose. No one's going to give a shit if they win. Um, if you haven't got Dolph Ziggler on hand, you get out Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Orton, yeah. yeah. No, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I reckon he's. I reckon it's a non-story. I don't reckon he's ever going anywhere, because why would he? You know, he's WWE through and through. He's allowed to do bullshit there in WWE, you know? He's like... You know, injure people and get away with it, or alternatively, shit in um, shit in bags backstage and um, and try and pass it off as if it's a practical joke. It's definitely not funny. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a not. bit weird. To be fair, anyway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this public service announcement, by the way, don't shit in bags. There was a nine-minute match between Randy Orton and Mustafa Ali um, on SmackDown. Looks like. There was a clothesline that Mustafa Ali fell backwards onto his head. Um, that seemed to knock him for six, but it was followed by Mustafa Ali going for what looked like a moonsault on the top rope. Randy Orton pulling his legs out from under him and then going into an RKO out of nowhere, or in this case, out of the corner. <laughs> and at some point there, he got concussed between those two moves, I believe. Um First off, I don't think that Randy Orton necessarily is bad enough at the RKO that he could injure him. Um, So Mustafa Ali has either got a concussion in the back of his head as he's fallen back on that clothesline, or alternatively the force of the clothesline was stiff enough. I wouldn't put it past Randy Orton. I don't think we can... I don't think we can definitely say Randy Orton was down to this. But... There's a high chance. Let's, let's, there let's is, there is a, a high chance. chance. I, I can't see Randy Orton necessarily protecting a new person quite as well as he does anybody as, else. As He's because of all the steam that's yeah. behind Mustafa Ali at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Randy Orton to just sort of... Try and enforce the status quo. Yeah. And smash him in the face. Well, so. <laughs> I don't know. We're, here at JFabe, we're not 100%... Um, into the whole starting rumours thing, um, especially unsubstantiated rumours. But I think there's probably a pre-existing rumour already that this was all Randy Orton's fault. Um, so, yeah, let's just feed into that one. I don't know. I, I, I'm I 50-50 on it. Um, but knowing Randy Orton as I know Randy Orton? Personally. So what's the verdict? What's the verdict? Is he guilty, not guilty, or maybe somewhere in between? I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to say he's guilty. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say he's on remand. <laughs> because I like how that word sounds. Right. Um, so, what's the future for Randy Orton at the moment? To go to the Malaysia Chamber and, and lose. Yeah. And then fall back into obscurity. And that's it, really. Yeah. Um, do you reckon he's going for a WrestleMania match? They'll probably pop him in somewhere probably Mustafa Ali yeah um, to be fair it does kind of give Mustafa Ali a kind of a headline character driven match without necessarily requiring him to compete for a belt Vince McMahon will never put on him I don't know I don't know I mean if they're trying to make new champions new faces does he have the way I think Daniel Bryan would put him over 
I think Daniel Bryan would put him over. He already has many yeah, times. I think Daniel so Bryan would, would, would have no issue with putting him over. Him. Um, but would Vince McMahon... Would Vince McMahon necessarily allow... A cruiserweight. A cr- what he views as a cruiserweight guy who hasn't done a Eddie Guerrero and bulked up. Um, pre-bulking up, would he allow a cruiserweight to do that um, without them being Rey Mysterio? Seems like a reach. I'd be pleased if it did happen because I've always rated Mustafa Ali. Um, I think he's genuinely good. If he gets merch sales behind him, then I don't see why not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He reminds me of a... Um, it's like if Roman Reigns learned how to wrestle, lost um, about £100 and um, got glowy Tron-style motifs all over his all over his flak jacket... Awesome, yeah. Yeah. There you go, that's my opinion on Mustafa Ali. Randy Orton. Um, yeah, go away, mate. <laughs> wind your neck in. He's my wind your neck in reward, award of the week. Um, Jericho. Um, Jericho versus Omega 2. Looks like that's going to happen. Um Probably at some point, possibly at the Jericho Cruise, which I believe is going to incorporate AEW in it. Um, it's going to be a double or nothing that match. Um, yeah. Um, I can see this feud going all the way, though, um, and lasting forever. I see a bitter seven-series rivalry between the two of them, if I'm honest. Ending in a bloody mess, probably. Yeah, every time. Um, <laughs> yeah. What are our but thoughts do we, on it? But do we need a best of seven? I don't, I don't, I don't think we not. necessarily do. Um, um, I think I think you could certainly a trilogy. I reckon best of three. Yeah, finish best it off of that three. way. Um, end it on the Jericho cruise. Have Jericho lose on his cruise. And make the Alpha Club a thing with the Young Bucks as well. Turn the back on Kenny. That would be a good storyline. That would be a very good storyline. And I think AEW is going to be reaching for storylines to begin with because most of it's going to rotate around the elite. And I mean, you can use the, the, the New Japan Pro Wrestling storyline already that already exists with, yeah. with, within the elite and move that forward to this promotion and carry it on there. I mean, that's, I think one that's the, the way to go. Yeah, that's one of the great things about the um, elite that I've always kind of liked about them, to be fair, is the fact that the elite carries the storyline, not necessarily the promotion who owns them. Um, they kind of pull that story through. It's a very Japanese way of working. Kota Ibushi um, did similar things with Kenny Omega at DDT um, and when he moved into New Japan Pro Wrestling, of course, with the Golden Lovers. Um, and yeah, that kind of AJ Styles. It's good storytelling. St- yeah, yeah. It. yeah um, and it kind of if you're taking your story to the to the location rather than the story rotating around the pl- um, you know being within a walled garden like it is often within the WWE. I think that way when you do take a storyline to a to a federation or a wrestling promotion, I think you're you're giving them the rub. Especially with a highly rated, highly rated one. Um, those two are those two are primarily going to be the main eventers on AEW. Do we think? Um, is the I mean, obviously, if you paid the amount of money that Khan would have paid for Kenny Omega, he's always going to be in the top spot of that company, or at least until his first big injury and someone else has to kind of take up that mantle. Um, Vice President Co- um, Kenny Omega. In the top spot, who else? Who else can really, other than Jericho, who else can really fill that top spot? Do we feel? I mean, obviously, Cody's going to be up there. Hmm. He's going to make sure of it. It's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I mean, if you're talking about people coming in, you've already got your mid card kind of sorted with Daniels and Kazarian. Uh, yeah, of course. Who's that guy with the mask? I forget his name. He was in the um, he was in the UK Championship. Where's little mask underneath his? Got a little. We saw him live. Did we? He's a bit of a punk. He's been signed anyway. (laughs) 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 That guy's been signed. (laughs) (laughs) I may cut that part out. I might not. I may I may just insert me saying the name over it. 
Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so just, I don't know. Um, I'll find out who it is, and you tell me by text whether you rate him or not. So yeah. And then and then I'll just take your response. So I'll say, who's that guy? Insert name here. What do you think of him? Now give me a bad response. Say I think he sucks. Go on, say I think he sucks. Go on, Jay. I think he sucks. Okay, now, now, now let's now now give me a good response. I think he's great. <laughs> Go on, say it. Go on, say it. Go on, say it. He's not going to say it. Right. So whoever it is, Jay thinks they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think they're, they're quite good. You know, they've got a future ahead of them. Perfect. Perfect. So I'll just edit around that later. Right. Um, so Taker retiring. Oh, Taker retiring. Uh, so so he's retiring apparently, um, without mm. any fanfare. Yeah, no fanfare, mm. and he's just to be fair, retiring and charging twenty five thousand dollars for an appearance for an hour. Now you you keep you keep coming back to that, like when we were in Weatherspoons earlier having a delicious breakfast that totally filled me. Um, Sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weatherspoons. I'll um I'll send them a letter see if they wanna wanna get involved. Um, so Taker retired, um, or Taker has retired numerous times, so it will seem more. Yeah, perfect. he hasn't signed his new, re-signed a new contract this time, so his contract expired. His contract expired. But that doesn't really mean anything with Taker. That's true. That's true. We could just you know turn up and you know just sign one the night before and or a handshake. Take it. Handshake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. up with um, but you keep coming back to this twenty-five thousand. Do you feel that that's a lot? Uh, I mean, he's probably made his money, you know. But it yeah. is the Undertaker. He's a household name. Twenty-five thousand. You probably get away with it, but I don't think anyone would want him more for more than an hour. With that being the amount he's going to be asking for, really. So, in other news, he's going to be appearing for three hours at Starcade, um, <laughs> reportedly for sixty thousand. Um, Dollars, what do you think about that, given what you've just said? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate, to drop you in it. Well, he's obviously taking a bit of a pay cut there, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's true, that's true. Um, it should be 75. It should, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Starcade are cheap bastards. Um, so, other non- <laughs> non-set, well, they don't pay for us. I mean, our asking rate's obviously too high. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, one of the young books, Nick and Mac, Mac or Nick, <laughs> Nat. <laughs> I've just uh, I've just got the middle finger from Jay there. Um, so, one of the young books, um, Matt or Nick. Um, so, in regards to like they they've tweeted, and it's a picture of the Undertaker, um, and it says, "See you there, take." And obviously. That has sent those drama queens. Obviously, you're just kind of trying to create buzz. Yeah. Around the whole thing. Yeah. So that's I it. Mean, that's, just that's, it. that's all it is. Yeah, that is all it is. Sports Kida obviously are saying that this is definitely. I mean, the Undertaker's on the phone right now to Vince McMahon, saying, um, you know, see you later, Vince. Thanks for the thanks for the 25 plus years. Um, thank you for making me a multi multi millionaire for absolutely fuck all work. See you in a bit. <laughs> even yeah yeah. Even though I'm known see for someone mate. who's honourable in the business. No no, just just off I go. Just off I go. Um, yeah, no, that sounds sounds like the Undertaker. Good, good call, Sports Kida. You wankers. Um, They're always on the board with that one. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's a good one to read. Yeah, um, definitely. In addition, um, they also reported this week about the um, about the absolutely um, cryptic tweet that the Undertaker sent out regarding him travelling, um, going to an important meeting. And it showed a picture of the Undertaker outside his private jet um, on Valentine's Day. Let's point that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that that's that's kind of so the heart of the matter. This is this, I'm re- going to read this verbatim. Um, the Undertaker might be without a match at WrestleMania this year if rumours are to be believed. Reports suggest that the Phenom has hung his boots up and will not be performing in ring anymore. However, his cryptic tweet today has sent the WWE universe wild. He posted a photo with his wife in a caption read, "Landed late last." night must be meeting with somebody important today hashtag on the road again quite clearly about him meeting 
his wife his wife <laughs> because it's valentine's day and we know that he is a big fan of his wife after all he married her um, they carry on to say speculations have begun about whether the undertaker is set to get in the ring one final time or whether he's decided to join another company it's just going on a date with his wife yeah <laughs> it's just it's, it's just <laughs> saying how important his wife is um, what's next is their next session we will have to wait and see what the important meeting was they probably went for dinner but uh, <laughs> well maybe that's it maybe 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 they did maybe they did perhaps perhaps he's going to decide to fight for the UFC oh that would be really good that would be yeah, a good choice that. yeah that would yeah. be a really good choice mm. yeah it'd be as successful as CM Punk <laughs> just gonna let that hang there he did well yeah yeah he did he did um so undertaker <laughs> let's let's just let's do our own what's next our heart of the matter let's do all that okay so what's next for the undertaker hall of fame yeah i, th I think it's gonna be headlining this year and i think that'll be it really yeah Go in the hall of fame and then retire i guess yeah um, maybe maybe one more match perhaps one more match I think the fans will definitely chant one more match if Vince McMahon's amongst them and starts throwing money then he definitely will and we can watch our childhood slowly die in front of our eyes for yet another year looking forward to it I when I'm watching Wrestlemania for like nine hours I absolutely love The Undertaker I think he's possibly the greatest of all time when it comes to kayfabe when it comes to oh no definitely yeah yeah. Um, yeah so like, I mean this, this is this guy lives his character this is not uh, any disrespect to The Undertaker it's not any disrespect to his ability in the ring but <laughs> give it up mate please give it up I hope you have given it up it's time to chill out. I mean, yeah. is that a hip replacement? Exactly. I want to see him. I, I think it's time for him to. I'd love to see him do a shoot interview. You know, yeah, exposing all that. the WWE secrets. Well, I think he's got some good stories to tell. Oh, definitely. I, I think a Mark Calloway retrospective on the network. Um, you could do that as a series. You could literally go through every single year and do it as a series, as a twenty-part series, and people will fucking watch it. They really would. It would be just as good as the Monday Night Wars. He could tell some great, amazing stories. They've got all the footage. This is a guy whose entire career is in the WWE library, including including his start in Memphis. Was uh, it Memphis yeah. or Smoky Mountain? One of the two. Wherever he started, who cares? Um, it doesn't matter. It all happened in the WWE, and they have it all. They could literally do every single part of his career. He could tell us exactly what he, he could probably tell us what he had for breakfast on the day that he fought Giant Gonzalez, and we could all just skip past that episode because it has the Giant Gonzalez in it. WrestleMania Nine was that? It was WrestleMania Nine. Yeah, yeah. outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Good guy, good guy. <laughs> I hear he was good at basketball. So that's something. Um, he was good in Japan. Like when he got to WWE, he sort of. Was th a bit I broken, wasn't he? Well, I think <laughs> the difference is, I mean, with the history with, like, the giant barber, who was, um, and Andre the Giant, who were two massive guys who didn't necessarily have um, all of their mobility throughout all of their career, hmm. um, I think they knew how to handle someone like that better in Japan. Um, whereas WWE, they always kind of make the giant the heel, and that seems to be the American way. Whereas... Unless you're the big show. Unless you're the big show, of course. Then you kind of you toss a coin before he walks out of the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I think they, they kind of know how that, like, at least kind of 75% of their time in the ring and in the arenas needs to be as a face, um, primarily. And you can almost treat a giant like a tweener in that sense um, in that they ha they can be a heel when they need to be but they never really need to bring it when they're a face you just stick them in a battle royal have them throw a couple of people over the top rope and make sure they're the only ones standing in the ring when it's done and that's how you treat it which is how the WWE treated Andre the Giant for a very long time Giant Gonzalez though you know stick him against The Undertaker off he goes you know memorable moments I think The Undertaker might have won that one. 
Did he? Yeah. Yeah. There's a surprise. WrestleMania. I wasn't implying he'd lost. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying that's how you'd handle a giant. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't very good. wasn't very good. I don't know how we end up on the giant Gonzalez, but it was crap. <laughs> anyway, um, so what were we talking about? Where were we? I don't know. I think we just drifted off into some Undertaker stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, Undertaker, I'll, I love the Undertaker, but seriously, he can. He's a lot more. Uh, he's much more of an asset to the company now, filling out their library um, as a talking head. I think um, that's where he needs to be at this stage, considering we're in that era. He could even give him a backstage role. He'd be really good in backstage, let's face it, as a producer. Yeah, he'd be really good He's as always, a producer. He's always been good at telling stories in the ring. He could help mm. yeah. um, the wrestlers now tell a story. Yeah, um, I think I think you've also got the added fact that he is one of the only people who can say no to Triple H on the staff. And Triple yeah. H would respect that. Whereas at the moment, there's a lot of sycophants. Um, and take someone like Jesse James, for instance. And I'm, I am now just speculating. I'm pissing in the wind. Um, but take someone like Jesse James, right? So Vince McMahon tells me he wants to do something stupid. Um, Jesse James decides that he wants to instead have a singing contest with Jeff Jarrett. Um, even though it's 20 years after that was actually fucking relevant, right? He goes and petitions Triple H. Triple H is all, yeah, sure, Jay, you do that. Um, you know, Triple H then turns around and says, actually, I want it to do. I want you to do this with our main event. Jesse James is going to say, yeah, sure, Mr. Helmsley. Um, can I get you another coffee? Undertaker says that doesn't work if he's in that writing position. Triple H is probably going to hear hear a bit more about that, you know. And I just kind of feel that with the Undertaker, he could actually he could actually influence and bring a bit more of a classic long term storytelling um, because he's he's been telling a long term story for the past ten fifteen years. It's been the slow, honourable decline, at least until the last five years, honourable decline of one of the greatest wrestlers who ever lived, that old gunslinger kind of mentality. Thoughts? think you might cover that one, Rich. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, so, Billy Gunn. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to say this now to the wrestling press. Any story about Billy Gunn is a non-story. Um, I mean... Yeah, he's apparently one of the best pure athletes that Jim Ross has ever met, um, which, or, or Bruce Pritchard, which, to be fair, singing his praises, but was he really done for the last five years other than kind of being a... Get fired. Yeah, he's got fired. He's appeared in a few battle roles at New Japan. Um, oh, yeah, he did that, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he had this whole Bullet Club killer gimmick. Um, that which went never, nowhere. Well, it never seemed no. to have any TV time. So he sold the t-shirts for it, but he never actually seemed to appear. So I'd like to see that finally come to fruition, but I don't hold out much hope for Billy Gunn actually finally having that singles run that his conditioning and his in-ring charisma sh surely deserves. Steroids? Can I say steroids? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, definitely steroids. Steroids will do it. <laughs> cool. Um... Chris Jericho, are the two of them? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's two Chris Jerichos. He no, seems he to be everywhere. He, he does seems so much. To be everywhere. That guy does so much. I mean, um, on the cruise, he's doing multiple fuzzy um, rock shows, and he's wrestling, and he's doing hmm. photo opportunities, marrying people. Well, like he's marrying the, people. Yeah, he married a couple in the ring at the cruise on the last cruise, his first cruise. Wow. Yeah. I, it looks like one hell of a party. I would love to go to that cruise because um, I mean I rate Chris Jericho. He's one of the only wrestlers I've ever met, um, and wow, he is so big. <laughs> <laughs> he looks very small in a ring, um, and then you actually meet uh, because I I worked for a rock club somewhere in Nottingham. Um, I, I I don't know. The, can we, we got can we even call it a rock club anymore? 
Ooh, ooh, controversial. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably. I worked probably, in a, probably I worked in a. I worked in a venue um, in Nottingham that that um, Fozzy once played, and his biceps were as big as my head. Like he is a big, big man, and yet you look at him in the ring, and he's tiny compared to a lot of the people that he fights. Um, so, yeah, um, I've seen Fuzzy live twice. Um, they're always they always oh, yeah. put on a Me show. Too. Download, yeah. yeah, yeah, download. So I'm at Download Festival, um, and honestly, it's like he's always bringing his A game. He's always bringing his alpha game. Um, yeah, I, I I think the pun was intended. It was, it was, it was. So yeah, Chris Jericho, love the guy. Think he's great. So that kind of wraps up all of the AEW rumors at the moment. Can you think of any others? Not really. There's a lot of buzz going around. There's a lot of hype. I mean, <laughs> I looked at that in four minutes. We should really mention that. It's, it's quite yeah, fast, I mean, isn't that's, it? That, that's quite fast. I looked at. Somebody had um, I don't I think it was actual news about um, what the TV deals looking like. Oh, Warner Network is is um, been floating around. A Warner Network's been floating around, and as Turner's Turner's been kind oh, of sorry mentioned. Turner Network. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Fair play. Sorry. Right. I, mean, I, I thought Warner. I thought Warner was a new entry. Um, well, <laughs> Turner and Warner aren't they still? Time Warner, like Turner Warner, so they're all. I think of, so. I thought they they kind of merged with AOL and made a super corporation a while ago. I might be wrong. Yeah, but Turner isn't a popular company anymore, is he? Oh, okay. Fair um, and then he started his own network, apparently. Ah, okay. And EAW is apparently. So. Remainder says they're going to be signing with them for their TV deal. So. It's a bit like WCW, really. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's also seemingly WCW in its approach because uh, there's a lot of buzz and everyone's saying, oh, it's going to be the next WCW. That's not necessarily a good thing. I mean, if you... It's l- kind of not. Yeah, if you look at <laughs> WCW and their run, um, it was shockingly bad. We had uh, all of the problems that if you type in WCW on, into the WWE network and then just look at any given documentary, they all tell the same story. And that story is WCW had a lot of money. They paid for a lot of old WWE stars who ended up dominating the top of the card because they are creative control. This is sounding like that. and It is, and hopefully it doesn't flop. I mean, but it sounds like there's a lot of hype around it and then when the show actually comes out, is it just going to be as bad as WCW Nitro? Yeah, and um, there are a few things that irritate me about the about the way that fans are treating it. Um, there seems to be a lot of push for um, oh, they're finally going to treat women wrestling like it's a like it's a thing. They're, but, they're supposedly meant, meant to be treating it like the cruiserweight division was in WCW. Well, that's absolutely fine if which they want. Pu- they'll be starting the show every single time. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily put them in the forefront. It just puts them on the start of the show. Yeah, that just puts them somewhere in the show. That just me that just gives you a time to wind past it. My biggest frustration with the whole thing about oh they're going to treat women properly is first off, WWE are making a lot of efforts to treat women properly. I don't think they've quite got it right yet. I'm quite happy to say that because making sure that there's a woman's elimination chamber and making sure that there is parity, like parity is not necessarily equality as far as I'm concerned. Um you could take that all the way and say that parity is equality, but then what? Every time there's a man on man match, there's a man on woman, there's a woman on woman match, you know, and then you just have it going back and forth. Sometimes superstars are not as relevant, you know. Sometimes certain storylines are in the forefront, and that can be male dominated, that can be female dominated. Like right now with Becky Lynch is clearly the face. Yeah, she is WWE. clearly the face like. of the company. Like she is, she has. Exactly what Stone Cold Steve Austin had at one point, I feel. Um, or if not Stone Cold Steve Austin... As they say, catching lightning in, lightning in a bottle, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I just, I'm just glad that there is a woman on WWE TV who is not just Harley Quinn it, with different highlights. Because that's what the majority of them are. I think um, Rich touched on that one last time. I may have touched on that one. It really irritates me that that, that they've got a stock character portfolio of about five female characters. 
and they just reach into their box of stock gimmicks and throw it at someone and see if it works. Throw it and see if it sticks. Yeah. The WWE, um, the WWE network mentality, really. Um, sorry, what was I? What, oh yeah, yeah. So my biggest frustration though is everyone's talking about oh they treat women correctly. If you look at the ratings of, if you look at the ratings of WWE, and then you compare it to the, in fact, no, let's go TNA. If you take the ratings of TNA and then compare it to the ratings of Wow Women's Wrestling you will find that only about 15% of the audience of TNA or of, uh, only about 15% of that impact amount. now rich okay okay TNA impact is all the fucking same and you know it <laughs> it really is it really is it's it, not it's not I, I i watch some of TNA on channel 5 i must say it is it just feels it still has that feel impact impact <laughs> what's the impact the impact appears to be that they've they've now not got a six-sided ring and everything's the same uh, the wrestling quality has saved gone up in the last couple of years i mean it took a, a bright dip in quality and mm. production but they've seemed to have brought that back they're just on a really bad spot in the moment on some sort of travel program that's where they're yeah, they're on, on a travel network. Oh, okay. A travel pursuit or something in America, which is not a good place to be. Well, why um, are they and, there? And why on, why can't on. they sell? I don't know. There's just something... Because it has that stigma from TNA before. Yeah. But I the mean, product is now better than, it was, than it's ever been. Perhaps it's time that they completely... Because, I mean, obviously Impact was the name of TNA's show. Previously. Correct, yeah. Um, it still, still kind of is. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's still got that feel to it. I mean, I keep calling it TNA because, quite frankly, I haven't even given enough of a shit to call it Impact. It is TNA in all but name. It feels like TNA. It looks like TNA. I've watched quite a bit of TNA and Impact, and they do feel a lot different from each other. I don't feel that that's the case. As a, as a casual viewer, I look at it and I just say... It's TNA, but it's blue now. Fair enough. That is a, p a lot of opinion for a lot of people. Yeah, and um, I don't know. Maybe I don't think people give it another chance. I think if they watch an episode week after week, they may start finding it interesting. I but, yeah. I haven't not enjoyed it, but if it was on WWE TV, it would feel potentially like at best a fifth brand instead of a sixth brand under the cruiserweights. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's just how it feels to me as a viewer. Mm. The production quality is low. It's not as... It doesn't feel as tight as even something as simple as WWM NXT UK. It doesn't. It just feels like it's got that stench of TNA well yeah which in turn felt like it had that stench of WCW mean with like TNA they've, they've had their ups I mean, and downs they've had, they've had their great moments yeah no don't get me wrong um, six sided ring the X division um, anything that anything that AJ Styles was involved in there for a very long time um even Kurt Angle's initial run there, um, which I have gone back and watched since. Um, okay. And great matches, right? Match fucking after phenomenal. Match, yeah, match after matches. match, absolutely. Match after absolutely. Match. Those painkillers are good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you'd say what you want, but you know, um, the Sex Pistols made great music, even though they're all on Skag. Kurt Angle was a great wrestler, even though he was on prescription painkillers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, um, we were talking about something. We were. It wasn't, it wasn't we're just kind of. We're just shooting the shit. This is the shooting the shit cast with Rich and Jay on Jay Fabe. You're listening to beard Jay and Fabe. beer, beard and bear. I'm having beer. Yeah, you're having beer. <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling chicken might be necessary at some point soon. Um, yeah, we were talking about. Oh yeah. So if you take impact. And you compare it to WOW Women's Wrestling, which is 
I must admit, I've watched, I've, I've seen one episode, and yeah, it's a bit light-hearted, but it is an all-women's wrestling show in America, where literally it's just all women. There is no male wrestling, and yeah, you get about fifteen percent of viewers that you get for something as small and inconsequential as Impact um, watching this. So everybody says they want female wrestling, but as I said last time, and I 100% agree with it this time, they only want female wrestling if they're going to be watching that wrestling show anyway. They're not going to go out of their way for female wrestling, and saying that they're excited about a female division in AEW, which has, what, three women signed, four women signed at most at the moment? That's not a woman's division. That's four women. You know, you've still got you, you're still two women away from a fucking hen night, <laughs> and yet nobody's watching women's wrestling, even though it's readily available. But you know, hopefully um, AEW proves us wrong, and, and then the hype is all worth it. But why is it down to AEW? That's what I don't get. If women's wrestling is so important, why is why are that we have that was our original point. We was on about how EAW um, women's wrestling was going to be like the cruiserweight division. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hopefully, but, I mean, they can why, prove us wrong. why do the audience treat it like like women's wrestling is so important if they're not willing to Watch. invest yeah, invest yeah, time yeah. and everything else? That's what I don't get. In women of wrestling or Shimmer. Yeah, Shimmer's another one. Um, obviously, you've got you've got the Japanese one where they like to you know basically lacerate each other's tits off in the middle of the ring i forget what that one's called um fmw something like that it something is, like that the, it's brutal it's yeah. absolutely brutal it is if like you haven't watching, seen it yeah just check it out it's absolutely crazy yeah if you, if you like watching car crashes um happen in front of your face that is that is what that is so really really good stuff um but also not for the faint of heart so we've covered a lot um, what what other points did we want to get to on this kind of our general shoot the shit episode of the week? Jay is mulling it over. He's he's thinking about thinking. There is an hourglass just just popped over his head. He's raised his right eyebrow. It's like the rock up in here. Any other points? Any other points? No, 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 no. no got nothing. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> After all that, oh. nothing there. Nothing. Um, cool. Um, have you watched anything on WWE Network or wrestling related that isn't necessarily modern? Like, have you gone back and watched any classics recently? Not, not recently. No. No. I have to say, I'm just trying to keep up to date with the current... There's so much content. Yeah, so much content. And also, chickening MLW as well is, is a lot more content to be... So, tell me about MLW, actually, while you're here. Um, because I haven't watched any. Um, I listen to some MLW podcasts, but only kind of the big ones, like um, Bruce Pritchard and What what Happened When. And, um, occasionally, I'll dabble with the Ric Flair one, um, if he's still doing it. Um, I'm not quite sure if he is. But... Yeah, I know that they have a wrestling thing. Tell me about it. Um, I mean, it's like low production, but the matches are quite good to watch. I mean... Have they got anyone that I might know? Uh, As a casual... Uh, Teddy Hart, Dave Will Smith Jr. Okay. Brian Pillman Jr. They're the hot, new Hart Foundation. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, there's that. There's uh, the Lucha Bros. Yeah, Lucha Bros. Phoenix and... They're they are Pentagon. an impact, aren't they? Or have they been they're an impact with? that MLW? Yeah, they have been signed with AEW, um, haven't they? Uh, no, no, they they're locked into contracts. Um, oh, okay. So they can't really just jump over to um, all elite. Ah, that so means they won't get health. They're doing they're doing all of these. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing all of these. So they're, they're probably going to be ending up being the most highest paid indie wrestlers. Um. But yeah, they deserve it. They're really good. Yeah, if you haven't I, checked them out, um, have well, a look at their matches I, against each other and awesome. Their tag stuff is really good. Were they in? Um, they were in Lucha Underground, weren't they? That's right. Yeah, uh, that's, that's where the cons- Yeah, they're, they're sort of stuck in a contract. Yeah. With them, 
But oh, they're okay. one of the few that can actually go to other promotions where you've got other wrestlers within Lucha just aren't allowed to do indie shows or be on TV. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Booker T. I hear he's suing Activision. Uh, yeah, something about a likeness. It looks just like him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a picture of this character at some point. Um, but not if right we now. were filming this, we could show you the picture, but we're not. So actually, yeah, you could probably look it up. Yeah. Um, it does look a lot like him. I can um, see his point. Yeah. Well, let's talk about likeness rights, though. Like, well, he what? is Booker T. He is Booker T, but at the same time, he doesn't own his image. Like, he has a public image. I suppose it's wherever he does his trademark things. If if this character acts like Booker T, then effectively they are affecting his character. Mm. Um, but legally, like an image is very difficult to protect if it's just an image. Because, I mean, look at you. You're a bold guy. You look like a thumb of a beard. Um, <laughs> you know, there are several people... That's just the fashion at the moment. Um, and if I edited you into a video game... You're I'm just bold. This is not a choice. <laughs> well, you shave your head, you know. And you're going for that whole Steve Austin thing, you know. That but was that was my thought, yeah. yeah. Just like Steve Austin. That's exactly yeah. what you look like. Um, beard and bear, beard and bear. <laughs> beard and bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's one of Austin's favourite songs. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you look like a you look you, you look like a bald guy with a beard. If I edited you well, into yeah, a, game, a bald guy with a beard, <laughs> yeah. If I edited you into a game, like you wouldn't necessarily. You're not like a dance move. You're not like a... No, if, if you look at the picture, it's like his face, his cheekbones, everything. It's the same. Right, I'm going to have to look at this picture. Um, let's let's have a let's have a quick look. Um, so, and even hair, it's it's yeah. But as I say, Whoopi Goldberg has the same hair as him. Um, Booker T Activision. Activision. Right then. Uh, yeah, he's you know. Kinda, but there are elements that do look like him, but it doesn't look like his character. Do you think he's just trying to get some cash? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, at the end of the day, if that guy looks like Booker T, we're looking at the first of the two pictures of this character holding the gun. With, there's looks a woman just in the like Booker T. There's a woman in the bottom right-hand corner, right? So if that looks like Booker T, then her at the bottom right looks like Brandy. By the same measure. See my point? Kind of. Yeah. So not really, because it does look like, look like him a lot. I don't feel it does. I, I genuinely don't. I well, he'd probably get some money out of it anyway. So yeah, he probably will. Um, I mean, if he owns his own merch rights, or if they decide to like in the ending of the game put a crown on his head and make him say "All hail King Me," then they'll probably he'll probably get away with it. If he does the spin a Rooney halfway through the game, then I think Booker T's got a case because obviously dance moves are. Yeah, copyrightable. Apparently so. Um, although uh, they stopped doing the since the story about um, Batpat Boy and the Fortnite dance, they stopped doing it. Um, no, they're still using it on the game. What on the Fortnite? Oh, okay, are they still using it in WWE? They're still using the floss. Not that I've seen. Okay, so they stopped using it since the litigation started. Because obviously the dance break was a floss, wasn't it? Yeah, really enjoy the floss. I like the floss. I hate the floss. Yeah, no, I think it's... Uh, can you floss? Um, no. Shall I floss? <laughs> if you want to, mate. Shall I floss for our audience? They can see it. I'm not going <laughs> to floss. All right, all right, all right. He's flossing, by the way. <laughs> He's doing it right now. Uh, to be honest, I didn't... I, 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 I haven't done anything else. I actually bought a microphone stand specifically so I could floss throughout the filming, uh, oh, sorry, the recording of this podcast. Right then, so that's AEW. And some WWE. And some WWE. Um, and a bit of impact. We've got a bit of... Um, Tiny bit of MOW. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think this is a good time to have a quick break um, or maybe just go into the next episode. So Just going to... 
say that um, if you haven't checked out Rush, oh, um, that's check the band, him out. Yeah. No, 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 the wrestler of the Rush. Rush. No, 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 no. Um, he's the leader of. I can never say it. Um, I'm gonna say LJ, but it's not me. Hmm. Lost, lost in com Oh, you mean um, lost in Congrenoble's de Japan? Yes, but without the de Japan on the end. He's oh, lost in Congrenoble's de Mex Mexico. But they don't call it that. But yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Check him out. Really good. Cool. That's what I'm gonna say. So while I'm thinking <laughs> about Leo Rush, um, next time we will be discussing Leo Rush's apparently offensive Twitter comments towards someone with autism. So that should be fun. Wow. We will. I don't believe they're offensive. I haven't seen them, so. Ah, awesome. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it next time. Um, that is on um, whatever we are, J Fabe. We are J Fabe. We are J Fabe. Um, <laughs> and I'm Jay. And I am Fabe. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been J Fabe. We got it the first time. We didn't even didn't discuss that. You know? yeah. no, that's yeah. good. That's really good. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>